Welcome to Psycho's Podcast, everybody. My name is Luke. I'm BJ. And I'm Matt. All right. So finally, we're, we're back on track with these episodes. We're back on track. So I didn't mean to pressure you. No, you're fine. Okay. I it was I had been working a lot, and I've I've been trying. Like, also, been... this weekend I made a bunch of TikToks. TikToks. By the way, y'all need to go see what is probably the crown jewel of TikToks with the Assassin's Creed Three trailer reaction. That shit had me howling so hard. That that shit had me. Okay, that's good to hear it because in your text you were like, "Yeah, I saw it." I was, I was at, like, you fucking bastard. To be fair, I was at work, and so I was just like, quick, get a text, we're busy, yeah. just throw it out there, whatever. I saw it on my break, and I was fucking laughing my ass off in my car. <laughs> it was so funny. Because I was listening to the audio, and I was like, I could probably cut it down to, like, a minute of what I think, but I just wanted it for the audio at the end. It would be like, fuck yeah, America. I was, part of me. picture, and then I was like, I could Photoshop Luke's. Facebook, an old Facebook photo of him on there. I I would have that whenever I did it, I was like, oh dude, I would love to see like the other the alternate like universe version where you did the America fuck yeah like song and it's just me like <laughs> like oh, that that was such a good TikTok yeah and I I love that like style of just like we're talking about the trailer and it's happening because you edit you edited it perfectly where it's like he opened the thing you know what's really did the th- I was really like, oh, interesting cool. is we talk about a bunch of other trailers and it's really interesting that. For us, there are so many parts of trailers that when we talk about them, we talk about them in line, like almost time to what the trailer. Exactly like, how they happen. Almost. Yes, it, it happened four, like four, four separate times. I think editing these TikToks where I go, holy mo! Like when I'm talking about Battlefield and the jets going up, I I say like he climbs up, he pulls, shoots the rocket, and I say and I wait, and then I say and then he lands in, and it's the exact time, and I didn't have to change. You the watch timing. a trailer enough, and it just hits it's in your brain. True, like. Yeah. I think the only one I didn't do that for was probably Versus 13, because I was just like, we were, it was towards the end of the podcast, and I was like, yeah, whatever, he did the thing with the swords, and it's cool. Yeah. But like, yeah, no, that that AC one was perfect. And I'm so glad. There's, I'm um, so glad I'm going to post one today. Um, we got two more to post. What uh, what were the other ones? Battlefield and Knights of the Old Republic. That one looks, that's a great one, mostly because I just think people are going to love Love yeah. seeing those again. Because yeah. those, all of the older. Pro- I also edit it really well. I had to jump cut because the whole video is five minutes. The yeah. whole, of the brothers, it's five yeah. minutes long, so I had to cut it. Down. But I edit it really well. A- a- MMOs have always had stellar CGI stuff. Yeah. Anyone like World of Warcraft has some good ones. Final Fantasy XIV had good ones. Obviously, Old Republic has great ones. Because that that's like that's how they get you into their game. Because like if you just had a trailer of just a guy, you know, pressing hot keys and just doing the same attack animation it's not gonna sell well but you get them hype with lore yeah oh, i in so there's a couple stuff i want to talk about but you know maybe new people who are listening you know or even just normal people that are listening um i want to get this out of the way today right now um we got our press passes Let's fucking, no fucking go! Way. We got press passes, baby. I got Holy the email shit. on the ride home. I've, I was. That's why I really wanted to wake you up, BJ. I was like, "There's no way that I could just do a podcast or not do a podcast with Luke and not and not say." So we got the press passes. Fuck for yeah! All three of us. Hell you fucking yeah, lied to me. I already asked. Earlier. I know. I was, <laughs> I was like, "Hey, do we get the press pass?" He goes, "I think we're gonna have to rock a journal mission." It's like, "That's fine. We'll just go. I'll ask off for the days and cool." I did. Oh Ugh. fuck yeah! <laughs> Dude, the other scary thing. Is I get not I guess they're not spam. They're like, you know, like I have like get emails from Indeed or other stuff, and like I guess there's one website that I like on Indeed that I put that I was like a carpenter, and so every once in a while I'll get like 
hey, there's carpenter car- jobs in your area. Yeah, exactly. And I, I don't delete Hot it. single carpenters in your. <laughs> they want to carve your wood, um, and so I, I when I saw it, it I like on my phone it just came up in notifications, so it didn't show the whole email, and so when I read it. I just saw like application, you're like your application, blah blah blah. Congrats, your application. And immediately I was like red flagged, like in my head, red flags of this is just a spam email. I like me, when I was working on coding, I'd get emails all the time like, Congratulations, you've been awarded to get like a ten like a, a hundred dollars off your coding boot camp. And so I was I really was close to deleting it. And at the very end of the preview it said MTAC and I was like, Wait, no. And so I opened it up, and uh, yeah, so we got our press passes, baby. That's amazing. It's I am so excited. Uh, yeah, so I, I had to get that out of the way. I can't hold it in for any longer. I'm glad we're all here for this. <laughs> Again, that's what I was like, BJ, do you need to add Phil ibuprofen? I need you. I really need <laughs> you to be on this podcast, at least for the first 10 minutes. That's Fuck awesome. yeah. So, so we're going to be at MTAC. We're going to be at MTAC Let's with press passes, go. baby. So what does that mean? Like, what do they entail? So we get we get access to the press lounge. <laughs> um, we get <laughs> we can get times with guests, oh, the actual guests, which is we an have insane to, perk. We have to sign up for a time for interviews, yeah. but we get interviews with with the guests. Essentially, we just have to pick times. They might go out fast. We'll look at the email after this and see what it entails. Um, that means we can also interview attendees. I need to ask about what their mass policy is with interviews. Oh, I'd li- say, because there is yeah. mass policy for the convention, but I may be hoping that for interviews, they might be like, yeah, you can take off masks when you're asking people questions. So that'd be dope. Um, we have to, I think it's 14 days. We have to post our video on it and we have to tag the name. We have to say the name of the convention and where it is. So, Hi, like, well, this is MTAC in Nashville. Essentially, you just get it out, out of the way of yeah. that. But that's basically what I know. I'm pretty sure there are other rules. Um, but yes, we have press passes. That's fucking that's awesome. go. I don't know. I don't know if it's covered as an admission as an admission ticket, but it really might be. So who knows? I mean, I'm I'm sure they'll count that. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure out. Yeah, and we'll, if you need to get into the be like, hey, this is our, you can be like, this is our first one. How do we? How does the process? Yeah, work and essentially, whatever? also here's the other cool thing is. <laughs> is they ask on it, like, have you been there before? Um, so pretty much once we're in, we can get in in every year. Um, it's like one of the things that you just, you get in, you and put out. like, oh, yeah, bring these guys again. Yeah, like, as long as we don't do anything, like, too awful. Or... So, so maybe that Chris Chan idea of, like, dressing oh up as Chris Chan and interviewing people yeah, isn't going to work out. We won't do that. Yeah, but I'm going to be dressed as Sajima interviewing people this year. Fuck yeah, Anyways, dude. So we did it, boys. I'm really excited and proud of us. Let's fucking go, dude. That's so. amazing. I'm so happy. That was what I really was was wanting to get to. Uh, the other the other thing, uh, I know. I guess jumping into what we've been doing, but last night BJ and I played. He got his Wii. His his hacked his hacked Wii. Yep. And so we played uh, Melee, and the highlight though. Oh, we played Sonic Adventure Two Battles. Yeah. All the versus stuff. But the best one was Super Monkey Ball. Fucking monkey target, baby. Oh, that was so much fun. We ended up in a tie. It was a great game. I BJ needed 100 points to, to, uh, to, catch, up. to catch up. And I was like, I think you can do it. And he did it. And it was incredible. I hit the 100-point target. It, it was awesome. It was awesome. 
Do my you... eight-year-old self never would have believed I could do it. Uh-huh. And then I was really pissed because I was like, he actually did it. So I, I had to get a banana. Which and I then did. land on a 20, and, and then we were back to being evened out. Yeah, it was good. It was a great match. But he kicked my ass at the punching one, monkey fight. Yeah, monkey fight, and then monkey race. That was that was pretty close, though. Monkey, monkey race war. But that monkey <laughs> monkey race was, like, is super stupid. Like, when you get to the the beginning of the track, there's, like, the posts. Yeah, the big bumpers that they have one track. I, it took me, like, 10, like, 15 seconds every lap just to get past those. I always just, after the first, like, one or two, I would just go, like, as far up the edge as I could. Uh, but I did that them. once, and then I fell off <laughs> on the second lap. I was like, I got this. <laughs> yeah. Overcompensated. But, BJ, BJ, I didn't ask you this last night, but does it have Shadow the Hedgehog on there? Uh, no, but Fuck. that's that's one that I have on disc. So, because I was gonna say that one, that multiplayer arena was stupid, but Dude, really a, fun. I told BJ I was like, "There's definitely games," but I now I can just. How do I put them onto it? Do I just use a USB drive? Yeah, I've got the flash drive with the folders on it. It's yeah. super easy. You just unzip the games. And then, because uh, I'd love to do Tony Hawk Pro Skater Four yep. from Russia with love, just to replay that. And then there are a couple other we were talking about. But after this podcast, me and BJ got to go toe to toe on a Sonic Riders match. Yep. Sonic that. Riders match? What is that? Is that like the that, versus? That that the, is uh, the racing game. Like the, oh, the air race- skateboarding Sonic game. They're like, hey, we're going to have a Sonic racing game. It's like, well, clearly Sonic would win. So it's like, well, everybody's got airboards. And you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> Makes more sense than putting them in a car. Yeah, that's weird. Like, Sonic Drift is a thing that exists. And that's why the 90s and the 80s were weird as fuck. Yeah. Well, that that one... that that's one's an incredible game. Yeah, I was going to say, Sega Sonic and Sega All-Star Racing is actually, like, interesting. Because it's like, oh, well, this time it, it feels more like... Well, yeah, Sonic could run faster than all these motherfuckers, but, like, he's a, he's here for the sport. But also, Sonic's in a car and Opa Opa from Fantasy Zone isn't for some reason. That's fair, yeah. You know you know who should be should be in this, those games? Kiryu. Yeah. Or, who's uh, in, in Zero? Who's the guy in the... Oh, um... The walking direction? Oh. <laughs> in his Lambo. Yeah, yeah, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say, what car would Kiryu drive? Just be like his fucking taxi. Oh fuck! Right, he, he did do that be, in five. He'd be driving. He'd just be in the tag, the back seat of the taxi. No, in five, he drives. In five, he's, oh, he's okay. a, he is a taxi and driver. There's all these like mid '90s like paint jobs you can put on it that are like super brake core type shit. Love that. And there's an initial D side game in that where you literally race in the to streets. Deliver tofu. <laughs> Not deliver tofu, but it, passengers. it's yeah, passengers. But yeah, that damn, like that's just a mini game in five. Yeah, yeah, cool. Like, yeah. every character has like a huge ass mini game. Sajima is like a whole map just for hunting. Uh, like hunting, hunting. Yeah, yeah, like what animals? Like game hunting. Yeah, yeah. Sajima lit- deers. You can set traps for like the smaller animals. What? The bears are the hard part. Well, those you have to fist fight, dude. Bears are scary. Yeah. There's a, there's one in six uh, where you I think it's part of the fishing minigame right where you get to fight a fucking shark. I didn't even come across that, and I saw footage of it online, and I was like, this looks fucking fun. The, it it has its own theme song for a boss fight. 
So yeah, that's how I found out about it because I was just like Yakuza OST, and I saw I saw bloody shark. I was like, what the fuck is this? And I did it, and yeah, Kiryu punches a shark right in the snout, and then it starts a fucking boss fight. I was like, oh my gosh, damn, this series is fucking amazing. Do you guys have any like traumatic like stories about wild animals? I uh, wild animals. I killed. I used to have a rooster that was a real asshole, and he would wait until you turn your back, and then he would attack you. Same, same for me. We had, we had, uh, we, my mom had chickens because she wanted like just have her own like eggs that she could instead of going to the store, and she wanted to sell them too because like that's something you could do as well. But there was this rooster we got that was a bit a total dick, absolute monster, and it's not really traumatic, but I vividly remember this because I, I'm, I'm not very athletically inclined. But there was one morning where I was like, hey, can you go let out, you know, all the chickens and stuff into the yard? I was like, let out Pablo. I was like, I don't want to. The rooster's terrifying. She's like, Luke, can you please just go do this? And I was like, yeah, whatever. And so I, I'm there, like, waiting, just like, okay, how do I do this? Because this rooster's, like, right at the door staring at me. And I'm like, he's about to beat my ass. And so I just say, fuck it. I open the latch, the gate starts, and he immediately runs at me. And so I just start booking it. And I, I have never ran faster in my life. And then not only that... But I did some movie-level shit where I grabbed the edge of the fence, hoisted myself up like a fucking parkour move, and, like, just jumped, cleared a whole fence. And then I, like, afterward, I just ran inside, and I was, like, breathing heavily, and in my mind, I'm like, did I just fucking do that? Did I? What the fuck? So that was my first instance of adrenaline that ever, like, happened with me, and it was fucking amazing, but I fucked that rooster. It it hurt. Like, there are times where I'm like, did what to that rooster? Did I stutter? <laughs> taught it, taught it the ultimate lesson. Uh, I taught it the business, bro. Yeah, man, so when my ass. my dad, when he like right out of high school, he and a buddy decided to to hike the John Muir Trail, which is like a huge trail. It's it covers all the Sierra Nevadas in um, California. It also is a part of um, another trail that goes from Canada to Mexico. Um, oh. And so it's just a crazy trail, and it's beautiful. But he hiked it, and he was like, I want to do that with my son. I was like, cool, outdoors. So we we start hike, we hike it. We, we start at Mammoth Mountain, um, and we we go and hike. And then he's like, wow, look, there's this, like, river, you know, ravine. And so we hike down from, like, the top of the, the canyon and hike down into it. And we start, like trudging down and we like experience all these thorn bushes and like i get cut up and i'm like also wearing there's a picture of me in my headgear like like while i'm high because my dad was like well there's no there's, no one's gonna be there and you can get in some time with your headgear to fix your teeth and i, <laughs> I was like I guess oh so. no and so like it was getting like caught in shit and oh. i was like this is awful so we finally get down to the river in the bottom of the canyon and we set up camp and do stuff, and my dad starts fishing, and he catches a bunch of fish, which was actually pretty impressive. Um, and so, you know, we I think we, 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 you know, spend the night, wake up. The next morning, <laughs> I wake up, and there is, um, a, like, a rattlesnake that is trying to eat the fish because what my dad did, or we took a nap or did something, and... He, what he did it did is he collected the fish through their gills to and kept them in the water to keep them alive and fresh till we needed them and then so i saw this this snake like trying to eat the fish and i started freaking 
out. And so my dad, like, is like, oh, well, I gotta kill it. So he's like hitting it with the stick, the stick. And I'm screaming and crying. I'm like, you're gonna die. Like, don't get bit. Ah! And it was, it was, it with was. your so, headgear on? Yeah, with my headgear on. And it was so. Don't get bad. bit, dad. No! <laughs> <laughs> And I, I, I was, I don't know. I was like, I guess I was angry too. I, I it just that motherfucker's trying to get my fish. <laughs> I was just angry that I was like, traumatic. That it was so traumatic. Like, why I come here on this hike and I almost die from a snake and, and the snake ruins my day. Yeah, I have uh, a story kind of like that. We used to have this when I, me and my sister were pretty young. We had this like toy Pirates of the Caribbean sword. That it had like electronics in it, so when you hit stuff, it would go tang. And uh, we would always play with it outside. And one day in the summer, we were out there with my mom, and uh, we were all just kind of like sitting around on the porch. And my mom sees a snake in the grass, like pretty close to us. So she grabs that fucking Pirates of the Caribbean sword and she runs over to it and she starts just whacking it relentlessly and it goes but bang, the sounds bang. were on so it was like ting tang ting tang ting, ting, ting. <laughs> <laughs> she got it though <laughs> that's hilarious all my all my like you know my my dad always he hates possums and there was a point where uh we, we anytime he saw a possum outside he had this giant walking stick that was like taller than i was and he would just grab it and go like chase this thing and, like, I remember, like, just nights where we're, like, it's, like, oh, Dad, you're going to get the possum. And we just, you just hear the thunk, thunk, thunk. He's, like, hitting it. Jesus. Yeah, because he was, like, he hated them. Because then we had, like, especially we had dogs. And, like, there was a possum that, like, hurt our dog because it, like. Possum hurt your dog? Well, our dog was also still a puppy at this time. So it, was, it wasn't, hey, like. I, I never thought possums would be so dangerous. Well, it, like, it was hissing at it. And then it just, like, snapped at our dog. And you just hear our dog be, like, Bruh! You know, okay. and so my dad just grabbed the stick, ran out there, and you just hear like, "Oh fuck, he's killing that thing!" And then he comes inside and just and just says, "Y'all got a trash bag?" <laughs> I was like, "Holy it fuck!" It's finished. <laughs> what do you mean? It is finished. It is done. What else have you been doing, Matt? Besides getting us press passes? Man, I've been busy. I've been working on making some keycaps for. Um, Taylor. Taylor, Taylor Ann. Um, what's her Instagram? Recycled can. Recycled can. It's yeah. all one word, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I was like, hey, I make keycaps. Like, maybe we should do something. Like, I know you do cows. And I preemptively, because I kind of was, I've been thinking about it a lot. So I preemptively, like, tried to find some uh, some files. And I bought the files um, all above table, you know, bought the files and stuff like that. So, um, made, and then sent it to her and she was super into it and then we we're gonna give her you know she'll take a cut you know she's selling them they'll be there but they'll look like kind of her stuff um and it's a good way to make some money and help pay for the 3d printing and just you know some extra money in our pocket so yeah hell yeah sorry about that um haven't really been playing much but bj and i we finished season two of one punch man last night and well, I I love One Punch Man, but I'd love to hear BJ's uh, feelings about it. I've heard for the longest time that season two was trash. Season two wasn't even worth watching. And we sit down and we watch it, and it's fucking amazing. Like the sound design is 
I would put it on par with like Fire Force with the attacks. It it definitely yeah. I think most people the most the general I think thing that I think I've, I've heard is that the animation quality is a little worse just because they moved studios. But it's it's not worse in the spots where it needs to be better. In the spots where it needs to be like popping off, it's amazing. And it's in true. that like because but there of are that, I, I can't tell when it's bad. It's true. There, I mean, there are things like I guess maybe some people complain about where there's like some fights that either happen like so quickly and they're like, what the heck? Or like, or they just like do like the like freeze frame or not. I don't know. There's like some stuff, but then like the last two episodes make up for fucking pop off. They, it, it's one of those things where you can tell it's like, well, they save their budget for this one. You, well, they, they just they, it, they make up for it. It's like it's the Garo versus all the class A heroes. And then plus Garo versus Bang and Bomb, and Bang and Bomb versus uh, Senti Charo, then Gar, uh, then uh, Garo versus um, um, Genos, Genos versus um, Senti Charo, and then finally uh, with King versus Senti Charo, <laughs> he just yells uh, Saitama, Saitama, and then it the dude oh so good. It's, Season three is gonna be insane. Well, I think I think what makes it I, One Punch Man is so weird because it, it's been like I don't know any other anime that has moved from studio to studio each season. Doesn't make sense. I mean, not to, to you know whoever I did uh, season two, I think did a great job. I mean, I there agree. are some haters out there, but I think there like, was I think there was enough haters that they were like, all right, take it away. But at the same time, like you know, I just don't it doesn't make sense because season one is amazing. To me, season two is amazing. So just like. I don't. I don't know what their their reasoning or their mindset is behind all well, this. Well, I I think I I can't. I'm kind of with you guys in that. Like, I probably I probably wouldn't be able to tell realistically. But I don't know. I don't. I don't watch anime like like where this is, like anime isn't my one only avenue of enjoyment. That like, oh, that's like my one thing that I love so much. Like, there's probably people who could make a ten hour video on why the the art style and animation quality is bad and i'd be like cool i didn't notice it and that'd be it but like i don't know i just know that was that's the general zeitgeist you ask anyone about it uh about one punch man is season two's animation got worse and that's like the main reason people don't like it as far as i know and i was like all right cool i think i actually think that the writing was better in season two i definitely agree with that the King arc is just like it adds so much personality. King is like my new favorite character. <laughs> in this in this season, you just see, realize that he's just like a what did you what's his the name? An o, a shut in otaku, yeah, Ikikomori or however you say yeah. it. He just, he honestly just wants to play like the romance, sexy romance games. Well, yeah, isn't he, he buys like Waifu Wars too? Well, isn't isn't yeah? King's the one who like is like the number one hero. He's actually I think he's number. three. Three, but he's everyone calls him the strongest. Well, yeah, it's like he's the, the strongest, but it's, but it's because he's been circumstantially in in scenarios well, where because it, it they, they, did they it. They don't really obli- like actually say it, but it is confirmed that every time that King has faced a monster, it's been Saitama that kills it, yeah. not anybody else. It's been always been Saitama, um, which I love. Um, they they allude to it that like there's been multiple times, but like. It's pretty, it's not as overt. Like, they kind of show it that there's 
they show a bunch of huge monsters that he goes like all these monsters that people say I defeat and they show like five of them and all five of them they have been was in season one all of them that you're like and then there's one point where he talks about the first monster that he ever faced and it's back when Saitama still had hair and he like beat the shit out of that one and that's how he got the scar on his face so every single time it's been Saitama yeah and I love that I feel like didn't we watch that together I feel like because I remember watching that like the King episode where he first gets announced and like Saitama shows up to his uh his apartment he's like like, hey man how did you get up here (laughs) your window was open yeah (laughs) Like I feel like we watched that together, and I just don't remember when. I think it was a while ago. I mean, probably when was when season two came out. He steals King's PSP and overrides his save data. <laughs> he's like, "Oh my gosh, he's gonna hate me!" But then King is like, at the same time, like I, they, they also don't say it, but you realize that he's like a pro level level gamer, and he's like, like yeah, it's whatever. But probably because it's like he's like ah, it'll take me a little bit, but. He can definitely get back to it. <laughs> yeah, like he's yeah, like, yeah. I'll just have to do like a couple grind sessions. And yeah, fine. yeah, exactly. He's exactly. playing like fighting games, and he's like, "It's fine. I'll just use two fingers of each hand." <laughs> and Saitama gets so fucking pissed. <laughs> I love, I love like that that like trope where it's like the main character who's super good at everything, but there's one thing that he's not good at, and it makes them so mad, where it's like, fuck you. It's Al and being called little. Yeah, I, I love I love that, uh, I love that, like, stupid, just like, oh, like, look how great they are. Then it's like, this is the one thing, though. They're just not fucking good at. Yeah, it's Hell yeah. Such, so good. I'm, I'm, I'm hyped for season three. Isn't that supposed to come out this year? No. Well, Mappa has it, so who knows? Mappa has it, so it'll out. come out after Jujutsu Attack. Kaisen 2, oh. final season of Attack on Titan, Hell's Paradise. Final season, final episode, well, did you last see, part. Well, do you see how they Attack on Titan. Do you see what they're doing with those? There's just going to be three episodes, but they're each an hour long. And it's oh. and it, But they're waiting six months in between them. Six months? Yeah, like the, so the first episode just came out, and now we're not getting the second one until s- six months later. It's fucking ended already, Christ. Yeah, but um, yeah. So, Mappa, like, we're not seeing One Punch Man for a while. Like, they got announced. We're not gonna see that shit till twenty twenty five at the earliest. Especially with how long Mappa takes on that shit, because they don't like they typically will announce it, like like have a trailer come out when they're like starting to work on it. Because so they'll do previs. Because I think the trailer the trailer for Chainsaw Man came out when Jujutsu Kaisen ended and then they're like alright this is the next thing we're working on and then they but then they did oh by the way Attack on Titan Season 4 and they did that then Chainsaw Man came out now we're getting Jujutsu Kaisen 2 and Hell's Paradise this year why are they not using their money to buy other animation studios so they Thank can work you. on more than one project at a time uh, and well, just let their employees have lives well, or like that. create like Sub studio, or just take the studios and be like, work under us. Well, I mean, there's outsource animation too for smaller things. They could do that. From what I can tell, is they, they is, that's why the properties that Mappa does are so <laughs> Jack's good. the news. Spy Family now moves to Mappa. <laughs> that's what. Well, I, next I'll, season coming out 2030. It's like they start taking off like stuff <laughs> that's like not even like heavily like just r- romance. <laughs> the next. Oh, my actually, boyfriend is a dog in another world. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mappa Studios gets light novel series. I know, or I know you just made that up, but it's so believable, right? That's. A- <laughs> <laughs> 
there there's well, what, what did I I saw a manga at at Barnes and Noble that like had me legitimately questioning shit because it was like it said pri- it was it was called Dick Fight Island. No, <laughs> that that's just good. That's just good quality. No, there was this one where it was like it was called uh like pri- it was like fuck it was, it was pretty much pre- it was like prehistoric boyfriend or whatever. And it was this caveman monkey looking dude. It, it didn't look it, it was aggressively looking more like that's a monkey. Just Encino man. <laughs> It, dude, it looked so. I was like, th- "This, that's just a fucking gorilla." Like, she fell in love with a gorilla. Like at that point, just call it the Harambe rom- anime romance or some shit. Because it was like, "Damn, like that's not a guy. That's a gorilla." Yep. The manga's weird, dude. It sure is. Damn, my boy frying chicken in there. <laughs> Why'd you say that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, no. <laughs> what's the what's the clip? Is the like, damn boy, you fried chicken in there? <laughs> Just kidding, for real though. You pissed piss hard as fuck, and I think that's pretty cool, dude. All those anime titles or like manga titles remind me of what's the guy that makes all those fake books, like, like. 14 Di- beers at Chili's. No, it's no. more... Although it's like... like the, dinosaur, it's, like... Dinosaur love sex uh, island, but yeah. I'm I'm a... Whatever, yeah. Republican. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, no, it's... It, I need to find... I forgot his name, but that's... The thing is, I don't think they're fake books. Like, he writes no, them. No, I do not think they're real books. I, they gotta be like... No, it's... No way. No, hold on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna find this on this podcast, but I swear to God, they're, like, real. It's like... Like, butt pirates. Invade my anus. <laughs> How's your head feeling, BJ? It's a little bit better now that I've had some water. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Again, I was like, I need. That's why I got it. I was like, I need you to be here. Yeah. <laughs> I woke up briefly and I was like, Carmen, can we just order Wendy's? She was like, Sure. And then she looked at Grubhub and she was like, It's gonna take like forty minutes. It's not worth it. And I was like, I'm gonna go back to bed. <laughs> Lance came and laid with me for a while, though. That's awfully sweet. He skipped the piggies and went straight to my face. (laughs) Carmen was like, I need to wake up BJ, and I feel bad, and I'm hungry. And I was like, send Lance in there. Tell him to lick his piggies. That's what I told her to do last night if she wanted to wake me up. I was like, just send Lance in, and I'll wake up like that. (laughs) You did wake up. I, like, I knocked. I... I came in at like 4.45 and I knocked and I was like, hey BJ. And I was like, eh, I'll give him some more time. And then I was like, at five though. So I knocked and then I went, bum, bum, bum. And you shot up and you're like, huh? And then you're like, uh, I was like, what's up, dude? And hey, you feeling okay? Like, And you said, is Luke here? And Luke has been here for like 45 <laughs> minutes. And I was like, yeah, yeah, he just got here. <laughs> I was like, I was like, you should have been like, Dude, he's you always lie to me when I've just woken up. <laughs> I, t- I told him you should have been I was like just trying to be gentle with you. That's all, because you had the headache. I was like, yeah. you, you should have been like, dude, he's been here for like two hours. We've been trying to wake you up. We, just, we <laughs> didn't know, like we didn't know what to do. Well, you got up. That's that's all that matters to me. True. I can't find the the, the dude's name, but okay. I swear to God, they're real. I, I I think you can buy them on Amazon. Is what I'm saying. But anyway, uh, anything else you've been doing, or is that kind of? the gist for you yeah I, i've been busy i've been busy it it made me want after watching one punch man i thought 
Wow. So I, I made BJ watch something that I really want, wanted to. I need to watch something that he really wants me to. Which I assume would be more my hero um, at this point because I actually enjoy don't, it. Hey, look, don't give him the reins. He'll, watch, he'll make you watch something that's like weird as fuck. I know, but but I also I told I think him, I'm going to use that card to make you watch Train Spotting finally. <laughs> hey, hey, go for yeah, it. Yeah, I, again, but I, I was just like, I need to give him a, you know, switch, switch, uh, Oh y'all 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 switching? Yeah, we yeah. yeah top and bottom switching. So this time BJ's got top. One hundred percent. Hell yeah. Yep. So that's that's how I, I was feeling. But we did that busy weekend. So yesterday or was it yesterday? Yeah, Millie came over because she's on spring break, uh, same as Carmen, and we talked about Berserk. And she is she's up to like she's almost at conviction, which is crazy. Nice. I can't believe she hasn't texted us more. Yeah. But we're definitely going to get a lot of text during conviction. Definitely. I, I think I talked to BJ, the, like, you know, at 12 o'clock at night texting him the most during conviction. It was insane. I, lo- I love that that has been a thing that, like, we, like, both you and me have, like, bonded with BJ over. Is yours has been berserk where you're texting, be like, dude, this thing, holy fuck. Mine was, well, Bianca's it too, but like what started this podcast. For him to you, yeah. Well, what, what, what started this podcast was Final Fantasy VII Remake. Because I, I like told him, hey, play this game. Do you like Grinnell of it? And I, I let him borrow it because he's like, I'll buy it. So I'm like, no, 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 here. And then we stayed up on like a Skype call or whatever the fuck until like two in the morning. Yeah, like, dude, this shit. Oh, dude, this boy. Remember, remember the, the calling sound? <laughs> boom, ding, ding. Boom. Damn. And now we've got like so many other ways of communication that I'm never going to hear that sound again, probably. It's true. A little bittersweet. Skype, because everything changed when like COVID happened and everyone was like, we have to figure out the best kind of like virtual, you know, meeting thing. And like, what what is it called now? Zoom. 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 Zoom Skype fucking blew it, dude. Skype could have been. That's what I was about to say is that Zoom filled in the space that Skype could have taken over. I mean, Skype was, like, used for, like, international. You could, like, set up, like, a telephone number with Skype and take international calls. You know, take calls on your computer. They ha- they should have... They- yeah, they messed up. Yeah. Time. I mean, Skype and then... I know through the nerd and gaming community, Discord got even bigger than it already was because of it. Mm-hmm. Very so, true. So, yeah. Yeah. Because now- I always, like, heard about Discord, about, like... Yeah, we have a Discord for this, you know furries furries all the furry group i'm like mm, i don't need to be in another like telegram group chat there's like group me telegram all these ones god just group yeah. i hate group me that was how we did a GameStop. group me fucking sucks Dude, we had one for it. starbucks too and i would always always just be messing like either changing my name to something funny i just couldn't stand it and so and I changed my name to something funny, and then they had this like I would just straight up post memes in the group chat for work. Yeah, well, there's this we, one did that, that, like, we did that too. They ours. had this, this like this. It kind of was like an not as like Chat GPT AI or or anything like that, but it kind of was like an AI that like was like the group group me girl that would like be in charge of your group chat or integrate it in. And I'd be like, I'd always you could like ask her questions, and I would ask her stupid questions just to annoy people. And I would, oh man, I would just go on there to annoy people. And some people thought it was really funny. And then at one point my boss like had to text me like, people are complaining about you. (laughs) You need to stop. And I was like, but it's funny. She goes, I find them very funny, but not when like we're trying to find people (laughs) to cover shift. (laughs) 
Hey guys, Michael's mom's in the hospital. Can anybody come in? How do we bot say poo poo pee pee? Dude, that's exactly what it was. And she, I actually really liked my boss. A lot of people didn't like her, but she was she was so cool. Her name was Aaron. Shout out to Aaron. I, I, I you know, there's people. Big ups with, to Aaron. She was this awesome lesbian. She was awesome. She was awesome, and uh, but then there's like some other weird stuff that apparently happened. Like she told people she had cancer, but maybe she lied about it. I was like, but all of that was after I left, and I was like, well, I wasn't there for it. But then there's like things of like she loved driving cars, and I loved cars, and so then she like got like a Mini Cooper with a manual, and I got into work, and she like would like she threw me the keys, and she was like, take for a spin. I was like, (laughs) she was just a cool boss. Nice. She really liked me. So, and then she like felt really bad and she was crying over the phone when I had to talk to corporate about giving away too many free drinks <laughs> to cute girls. Nice. Yeah, 100%. So, hmm. yeah, but group me. What about you, Luke? What have you been doing this week? I have, uh, I'm this close to finishing, uh, Stranger Paradise, the. Final Fantasy Souls like game, uh, just because I've I've been putting it off because I I don't know I've been like itching to play like I got that nostalgia itch of just like Did I want to play. Sorry. Are this is coming from another person who has like severe ADD, but you are it's always bad. jumping. It's bad games. It's, it's so wild. Bad. Uh, here's the other thing I will say. This is also coming from a guy who can't finish a game. Like I, I cannot, and I cannot finish any game. And it's really hard for me to jump into a game. You, I, I would rather take, I'd rather have your do what you do, which is like playing a bunch of different games and well, getting into them. Remember, I'd prefer that than me feeling like there's nothing out there and I'm gonna be eternally bored. Well, the thing is, the problem, <laughs> the problem, it becomes a problem when when Xenoblade comes out. Well, I was gonna say Xenoblade and Andor. I know I like both of them, but the want is not there. I don't want to play that right have now. Have you at least been watching Mandalorian? Nope. What the heck? Dude? I don't want to watch so it. It's so good. I, I'm, I guarantee you it's amazing. I have no want to watch it. Instead, I want to go play old 90s JRPGs. That is what I want to do right okay, now. Okay, yeah. I, I and guess, like that's, that's, I guess, that's where I it becomes guess, a problem. Okay, I, I now see it. Yeah. You see where it, like that's where it becomes a problem. Are you watching like, Last of Us? Yeah, I finished that. Okay. okay. I, the thing is, I had to force myself to finish it because I was like... I, I, I dropped it for two weeks because I was like, oh, well, whatever. And I then, love then that I was like, I'm going to finish it. The left Laura behind. Bailey, Ashley Johnson, Troy Baker. Troy in the fucking Cannibal episode, dog. Let's go. They also put in the voice actor for um, Tommy. Yeah. I didn't realize the that whole, until like, TikTok. Like, yeah, the whole crew was, was in there pretty much. Yeah. Except for Tessa because she died. Well, and Marlene, but Marlene just played Marlene. So that yeah. was like. Yeah. One like to one the, conversion. Yeah. yeah that. Which is fine, but it still was. But uh, I, I like the, the the like inter like Ashley Johnson being her Ellie's mom is such a great cr- interpret like so good, so creative. So I love that. And having uh, fucking Abby be in the room when Abby's dad <gasps> dies, yeah, so insane. good, insane. It is insane. They they knew what they were doing. I think the show is great. Yeah, but then they're like, we'll just put Marlene because she's a black woman <laughs> as the other black woman in this. I uh I liked the the Left Behind episode where they where it was Ellie and uh what is her name Riley, Riley because um, that's fun. the DLC yeah 
They, I, is that pretty? Because I never played the yeah. DLC. Is Every, that pretty? Everything spot on for the DLC, except for the modern day stuff where she goes to the mall to find the disinfectant stuff. Um, they didn't put that in, but they didn't really make any difference. But the whole way. mall th- yes. thing is what's in, in the, the flashback is all there. Yeah, pretty much the Riley and Ellie parts. Because she starts thinking about everything that happened with her and Riley because she has to go to a mall to get to a pharmacy to get stuff for Joel. Yeah. Okay. In the in the game, it's just you just play through it. It's not like flashback shit. It's just here's what happened before. Well, that's the the DLC. The one. What is it yeah, called? Left behind. Left behind. Yeah, that and that all happens before the start of the game, or at least before you, after the fall, but before Ellie and Joel meet. Yeah, it's yeah. With, it's with her and that other girl. Yeah, yeah. It uh, it was good. I, I lo- I love the show, and I think it's it makes me really want, like, streaming services to look at that, see how well that did because they kept it, like, concise to the point what what the sh- what the story of that game is about. And made it digestible for people who don't play video games. It's true. I, I mean, I, I just basically want Resident Evil uh, as a like Netflix show. That's not shit. I don't want to see a doctor start dancing to Dua Lipa. Just start with fucking One. The Spencer Mansion and just go. Yeah, and like the thing is, I want to, I like, I want it to start like as serious as you can make it, and then make it campy as you go along. Yeah, like go on. Like by the time we, by the time you get to four. Leon better be the baddest motherfucker, like having sword clashes with chainsaws Dude, I with a saw pocket knife. A per, a, uh, an image of like a photo, photoshopped image of young Brendan F- Fraser as uh, Chris Redfield. N- no, it was Leon, and it was in- incredible, and it made me super. I, I don't think it was Chris. It, it, yeah, it was Leon. Leon has the swoopy hair. Yeah, it was yeah. with Leon. Um. And it was amazing, and I it made me sad. But also, congrats to Brendan Fraser yeah. winning uh, Best Actor in the Oscars for The Whale. By the way, uh, if you haven't seen The Whale, go see it. It's fucking amazing. You've seen it? Yes. Oh, I, I that might be too I, hard for me. I cried. Of course. It, I was fucking like, oh my gosh. Yeah. It, and it's like, you watch the movie, you're like, fucking well-deserved. He deserved that. But yeah. Uh, I guess so. Everything, everywhere, all at once is now the most awarded movie of all time, apparently. <laughs> which, which also well deserved. Yeah, I still need to see it. I was excited for it, and I never got to I go. S- I saw that in the theater. It was fun. But uh, yeah, so that uh, I have been playing. I just that that itch to scratch for nostalgic. Uh, this is a literal a, fo- uh, a screenshot from the Mummy. Yeah, no, it's just basically. It doesn't make sense. He's just Leon. Yeah. I I, th- I think early Brendan Fraser could have done a good Leon. hundred percent. Yeah. But yeah, I I uh, I finally started uh, Live Alive, which was a, a JRPG from '95 or '94, and uh, they remade it in that Octopath Traveler HD 2D style. And uh, yeah, I'm having a blast with it. It's it's very weird. It, apparently. Each chapter plays like slightly differently, so it's not the same thing. But I'm on the prehistoric one. I'm gonna try to go in timeline order, and so I'm I'm like caveman oogambooga shit, and there is no dialogue in this in this whole chapter. Everything is done by just characters going uh, 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 and then little speech bubbles that are like food, whatever. Like it's like a picture of like meat or picture of a stick, and you're like, okay, I guess I have to go get a stick. And like you, you kind of have to figure it out. But after a while, you're like, I, I get it. 
But the combat for this one, everything is on a grid, right? So it's it's a turn-based game, kind of, in that you have like an ATB gauge or like a gauge that fills, and that gauge will fill with every movement you do. So if your gauge is full, you get to move and attack, but every move you make and every like attack you do, the gauge will fill for the enemies and your party members. So you have to like keep in mind all of this and positioning on the map. It's so far really good. Granted, I don't have like any like super weapons or anything. It's just basic turn-based stuff right now. But I really fucking really like it so far. And uh I have uh I'm probably that's this is probably going to be the game that I'm going to like do a chapter, take a break, do a chapter, take a break. Cuz from what I can tell is that's the best way to play the game so you don't burn out. But each chapter is just different enough that it feels like like a bunch of little games inside a big long JRPG. That's fun. Uh, I I how, have, how much of that have you played so far? I'm on the first like part, which is the, the it, pretty much you you it's all in like different eras of time. So like it, you go from like the the distant past all the way to like the super future. And uh, apparently the storyline is that each like the villain is in all of them and you get to like fight this villain or fight like a reoccurring bad guy throughout all of history with all these different characters. And there's like little nods to each of the different timelines and they mention this or they'll mention a character because this character went down in legend or like from what I think, I think they'll mention like, well, yeah, these cave drawings mentioned this, this hero with a, a green hair who smited a beast. And it's like, well, yeah, that hero with the green hair is just this boy that you play as in the first one, or at least in the prehistoric chapter. But I'm on that one. So I've probably played about two hours of it and I, I really like it so far and I'm going to keep playing it. I also decided that I want to cry again. And so I'm replaying, even though it, even though it just came out in December, <laughs> I'm replaying crisis core again uh, on the, but this time on the Switch, because I want to play it portably. And uh, surprisingly, at least uh, in handheld mode, it runs really well. Uh, on my giant 4K TV, it stutters a lot more. I think it's because it's trying to upscale. Yeah. yeah I can, you can tell. Like the, the, and since it's on the Switch, there's no option to like try to cut down the HDR or do any of that. Yep. So it, you can tell it's really trying to like push to what my TV is. And I'm like, damn, that kind of sucks. But portably, it runs great. So... That's really good, uh, but uh, been doing that. I haven't. I have not watched anything. I, I just haven't had any inkling to watch shows. I'm like, I don't want to sit down. I don't want to sit down and take two hours out of my day that could be done gaming uh, to watch something. So I haven't. Uh, but I I've been. I bought a bunch of games. I bought Octopath Traveler two, which I'm hoping to play. I bought deal. I bought a bunch of pretty much just a bunch of Square Enix games. Uh, Octopath. Diofield Chronicles. Is that the new one that came out? Yes. And uh, I need to get that one. I have. I'm about to borrow it after. Oh, and did you get physical? No. Yeah, physical switch. Oh. Yeah. I'll just yeah. let you borrow it now if yeah. you want to play it. I have both of them. I have both Octopath games if you want to try them out. And Octopath One's on Game Pass. So yeah, he's played a little bit of one. Yeah. And it's, then I it's, was like, I mean, it's a, it's a turn-based game, but it's so. I think that leads into that question I was thinking. Okay. For the podcast. Go. What turn-based game should I get into? Uh, honestly, Yakuza. <laughs> I would say that one just because it's still familiar to you in like the way a Yakuza game is, is presented. But it's also not just a press a button, watch an attack go, and keep doing that. You have to worry about positioning because it's, it's all happening in a 3D space. 
Like you, I think you've seen him play like a dragon maybe once or twice, right? Have you shown him much of it? Uh, maybe. No, no, I've seen more Ishin than. Okay, so yeah. like like a dragon. So you know, like you know, in in Zero, when you find a, like a guy runs up to you to start a fight, yeah, it just starts the fight right there. Yeah, it's the same thing in like a dragon. Like in other RPGs, you'll do that like weird swirly thing, and you're in a battlefield, and it's all the turn-based stuff. This just happens in the map. So everything that you have to worry about in the action combat, like oh, there's a bicycle here, I can throw it at somebody, is the same thing. So if Ichiban goes to attack a guy. And there's a bicycle in front of him. He will grab the bike on his way to attack the next guy and fling it at the fucker. Um, it's the same. And then every every big like damage dealing move you do will have like, all right, press the X button at the right time or and I or get to spam use the it. Orbital laser. Yeah, and you get to have an orbital laser. Laser, but it'll be like, hey, Ichiban has one where it's like he'll swing his bat around. You have to spam the button so it does more damage, and then like you get so you're you're constantly still moving and pressing. You're not just sitting and watching shit. Okay. So that one would be one, I think, for sure. Give me, give me another one, too. What would you, you think Chrono Trigger would be a good one? Or no? Is that Chrono too... Trigger, I think, would be good because you never have to grind in it. Yeah. You can just run straight through and always be at an appropriate level if you fight all the monsters that you come across. That one would be a good one. Plus, it's that not one. not overloaded with random encounters or anything. I, w- I wouldn't recommend any of the Final Fantasy games. Yeah, I don't think you'd like yeah. it. Yeah. Um,. Maybe Persona, maybe. If anything, five. Yeah, I, I think, think five's the least grindy out of all of them. Yeah, I think he would like five. It purely for the aesthetic. Yeah, Persona. Anything. Persona gets away with how fucking visually stunning everything is. Like, like, but it's t- grindy. I, Persona four is grindy. Well, no, four four can get pretty grindy because there's a level jump between yeah. two of the dungeons that's pretty drastic. It's I like don't a think ten level jump. I don't think five is too grindy. I can let you borrow it if you want to try it, but I've got I've got that one. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like I, the thing with turn base is you just have to find one that like suits your style. Like it, because like it's the same thing with like any other combat system where it's like because like if you play a bad action game, you're just pressing the same attack button and dodge button over and over again, and just like all right, I'm kind of bored just because I'm I'm fighting the same enemy, doing the same shit. It's how they use that system, because like a, a bad turn-based game is grindy, and you can beat it with just the same well, attack, here, here's defend, attack, defend. I actually defend. do like games that make you think about mm-hmm. stuff, but not so much that it becomes like you're playing an intensive board game that really is just like yeah, every the, turn, every time it comes to your player's turns that you have to spend like 15 minutes per turn. Well, uh, even though, to be fair, that's what... Uh, D&D. Uh, no, well, that's what Divinity is. Well, see, Divinity... See, if it's turn-based like that, maybe the, the XCOM games. Because they're more... It's Because if you're talking about just JRPG turn-based, I don't know, but like well, I'm Western? just saying turn-based that makes me feel like like when I win, I really like... I deserve the win. Because that kind of stuff like that is feels really rewarding to me. Where you I go play fucking uh, like I Shin like Shin Megami Tensei if you really want to challenge. Because it's like I I did yeah. this and I like figured it out. I like did some badass like you know team based shit. Drop his ass into Nocturne. Fuck until he no. gets to Matador. Jesus Christ, that's what? a turn based game that's fucking hard. I have raged at Nocturne. See, because it was interesting with like difficult video games is I have a threshold and then I don't like it. Like Elden Ring. Yeah. It got too hard and I'm like 
never mind. But then I, I've seen that I kind of wish I'd got on PC instead of Xbox because there are mods that I can get that just like just give berserk. You, that just give you power, like a, a whole set of powers, and then you just can have fun. I think you know now that you were saying that that you want something that's not necessarily going to make you think. Hello. Uh, is that your alarm? No, it's a call. You have to take it. No, I don't know who this is. Okay, cool. Um, I was I was gonna say maybe you would like some of the Final Fantasy games because they don't run on the same. All right, your turn, their turn, your turn. It's there's a bar that fills up, and once that bar is filled, that's when you have to react because the it's this the enemies also have a bar that fills, mm. and then they will react once that bar. It doesn't matter if they went first or you went first. So if they you did cause, nothing, they would just always they, be yeah. Taking turns. You can't stop to think. You have to make quicker decisions. And like keep it going. You can do a wait mode where once your bar fills, it's your turn. But it's no, you can do it where it's like it's the active time. So it's like, all right, once the bar fills, you can move. Once the enemy's bar fills, they move. It doesn't matter if it's if it's their turn or your turn, whatever. But it's still in that turn-based layout of like attack, magic, defend, items, whatever. And that's kind of where you go. And then depending on which one you play is where a lot of the the strategy comes in so like seven has the materia system which is I mean, like, i'm definitely curious because i know you know i'm a gamer i mean so just I like games but re- I realistically just, just especially on the switch a lot of these games have demos just download a demo and be like what is that let me try it uh same with game pass like you tried octopath didn't necessarily vibe with you so maybe you'll try like a dragon or maybe you try uh fucking final the original final fantasy 7 i don't know like you just to me with turn-based games it's a lot easier to pick up and like try than like an action one because an actual game i feel like has that i mean that's what i did with octopath traveler and i was like it's got a demo let me play it and i was like no thank you yeah so who knows maybe maybe you you won't find the one you like maybe you you vibe with one real hard because that one thing i like about a lot of turn-based games is they if if you want them to be there there'll be like time sinks like you will spend a lot in this game just because of how fun it is a good turn-based combat system becomes really re- rewarding because every it's interesting that you haven't neither of you said anything about fire emblem well you said you didn't want the the like like a board game that's what that is it's every because you, you you don't just do a turn and attack it's you have to move every piece you own in positions there's so much to look into like, if you're going to play a strategy game, I would go smaller scale, like Triangle Strategy, where it's a smaller battlefield. Okay. Fire so Emblem is war. Three, it would be... What's the first one you said? Chrono, you said I'd say Chrono Trigger for sure. You yeah. said maybe Yakuza. The thing is, like I was telling you before, they, they, they push this one as, this is a good jumping on point. It's not. There's aggressively story bits that's like, you won't know who the fuck that Especially is. Especially where I am now. Yeah, like where he's at, it, it, because he's played all six up to this point, he's got a lot more context. At the start, a lot, a it's... A lot more oh shit moments. Yeah. Okay. I mean, like, big oh shit more. moments. That you're gonna go, I, I don't know who that is. Kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. But, um... There, speaking of which, I have to talk about it. Um, I, that's... I put in, like, 20 more hours in the past couple days... And I'm at the very end right now. Uh, I'm back to Kamurocho, but um, what level are you now? So a fi- level fifty, like eight, with everyone. You're getting close to sixty. Yeah, and uh, in the the last couple of chapters, the you find out that the patriarch shot uh, Kasuga in a way that he knew that he would survive, and made it so that he would be alive, but out of Kamurocho, and it's because he needed his help for something. 
So he calls you to the Omi Alliance HQ, and you have to, like, sneak in with the boys. And uh, you hear he's in the dragon chamber, so you have to, like, go up to where that is in the building. And uh, when you're on the way up, um, you run into a couple of guys that uh, I assumed were Omi, and it really pissed me off. It was Majima and Sajima come down these stairs, and they're like, oh, we got some intruders, huh? And I was like, these fucking traitorous cunts betrayed the Tojo and became Omi. And uh, you have to fight them both at once. And it's, it is the it's, toughest It's the hardest fight. game. It's well, the hardest bot. No, Kiryu no, 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 was not, not as not, hard not, as this. Not, not Kiryu. The, I think the next one is the hardest. It's uh, I don't want to spoil it, but that that next f- boss fight you have. Well, so far, is it's, yeah, it's Majima the inside. Well, because at first, why is it hard? Well, because Majima like he he has like shadow clone jutsu, so he creates like five other Majimas, and all of his attacks are multiple hits, and he just fucking wastes my party members most of the time. I was just trying to keep everybody alive, and then I get him down to half health, and Sajima jumps in. So you're having to deal with attacks from both of them while the shadow clones are potentially still out if you didn't take care of them. They've got these like fucking heat actions that they use on you where their team up attack is my favorite because they they will just both ransack your shit where Sajima will like fucking punch you where in in Majima fucking kicks you and like right both at the same time and your character whoever it is just like goes like this and falls over because and it does fucking damage. Yeah, it killed every time it hit. Me. Yeah, but um. They get to the end of that fight, and Arakawa comes down the stairs, and he's like, why are you guys fighting? <laughs> and then Daigo comes down the stairs, and he's like, that's uh, that's Ichiban, right? And he's like, yeah, they're, they're on the same side. They're just all retards. <laughs> so your homies now, they, uh, they tell you the plan, and the plan is that they're going to disband the Omi Alliance completely and the Tojo clan. So no more Yakuza whatsoever. What? Yep. And... Um, they do this in the big chamber with uh, the the chairman of the Omi Alliance supposed to get out of prison the next day, and he's going to announce it, which I didn't realize the whole time, but the chairman of the Omi now is, like, the best guy from five, and that, that really gave what me a toss, kick. Eh, my guy. But uh, he walks into the room. All the Omi Alliance members are around this room. He goes up on stage, and he's like, hey, guys, uh, so party's over. We're going to disband. And then he's like, and this is my buddy Daigo. They're also going to disband. And he's like, all right, we're going to go deliver this letter to the police, and then we're done. And then all the guys are like, we're not going to fucking let you do that because this is our livelihood. So Ichiban, the boys, Saijima, Majima, Arakawa, Arakawa, and uh, Tendo. Tendo. Uh, they all surround the stage and they have to fight all the Omi Alliance guys by themselves. The Tendo one was the funniest because Does he, it makes sense or like how does yeah, that yeah, play yeah. out? Like that to disband the Yakuza. Well, I mean, there's a lot of legislation that's been put in place since the last game that's like the Yakuza can't really survive in this world, so the best thing for them to do is like end it and you know, which that legislation is real. Like they, you, they didn't just like make up a thing that like all oh, this. This like an actual like yeah. law in Japan now. That's why the Yakuza are dying, and they decided to put it in the game as like the reason. What is it? Just like automatic, like ten years. Like they're, they're yeah, they're like cr- they're they're cracking down hard on actual like crime in Japan, like organized crime. Yeah. Uh, whereas beforehand, like, I mean, back in the war, it was like Yakuza were kind of unnecessary evil because they didn't have much police. Yakuza would like keep their areas safe and 
you know, controlled. And, uh, you know, we're not in a time where we need that anymore. So, but um, during this whole exchange, you're fighting all these motherfuckers. And then uh, this one guy, like, grabs a knife and he's like, fuck it, I'll just kill Watase then. So he charges the stage and nobody's close enough to, like, save him. But I know in my head that Watase could have just, like, knocked his ass out with one punch because Watase's a badass. Mm -hmm. But for story reasons, they didn't let him do that. You see a fist fly in from off screen and knock this guy flying. And then everybody's like, what the fuck? And then it pans over and it's Kiryu in a black suit and sunglasses. And I, I was on call with Luke when this happened. And I was like, oh, my God. Was that last night? Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I told him. I like. I said, hey, if you get to a conference room, I want to know. And he goes, oh, I'm there now. And I go, fucking call me. Like, I, and he goes, I'm in the Discord. I was like, I immediately went in. I'm like, show me. I want to see. I want to see it. And I'm, like, seeing this happen. And, like, I see the cutscene where it's, like, they're starting to fight, do the thing. He takes out a bunch of these, like, assholes. It's cool. And, like... He, I don't know if you heard me because like there were some like choppy bits here and there, but like I, I started getting hype when like I grabbed the, the knife. I was like, here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, and like I started like I was like getting excited. Yeah, I, I did hear that, and I was like, oh, he's talking about Watase, gonna do some cool shit, and then Kiryu just comes out of nowhere, and then Daigo was like, where the fuck did you find him? And Watase's like, I don't know what you mean. I just hired a bodyguard, and because Kiryu's dead. And then it cuts to Sajima, and he's like, I knew that motherfucker was alive. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if... That's crazy. That's that's yeah. what we're, we're, we're... Our theory now so is that So in your head, Gaiden. you did not expect to see Kiryu. He didn't expect I, to see anyone. I didn't anyone. expect them to be in the game. I didn't expect any of them to be in it at all. So when Majima and Sajima showed up, I was like, holy shit, they're in it. I'm going to fucking kill them for betraying the boys. And then, uh, then it turns out that they're just they they're part the, of the plan. Yeah, they were just part of the plan. They were just they meeting just, to be like, we're disbanding the Tojo clan. Yeah. yeah, they were here to help with the plan that you were also here to help with, <laughs> and you're all just retarded. And I, I, I love, I've been, it, that's been the biggest thing, because like, I, I have refused to talk about Like a Dragon any further than where he will, like, even like to like, ooh, you'll love, I'm like, no, because I knew he'd freak the fuck out, because I, there was a point where I'm like, he's got to know, like, that they're going to, like, maybe some characters and he's like no i didn't expect anyone from the previous games to show up and i'm like really so i'm glad i kept that a secret from you because like that was also my thing where i'm like i figured like they'd have like a little fun nod to kiryu or maybe like yeah. daigo because he's like a higher up when majima started laughing walking down the stairs i was like holy fuck and his pound mates is the dopest shit I've oh, ever of course seen. it is he like He's standing on top of a skyscraper, and, and the it, moon is behind him, and then you see the Hania tattoo reflected on the moon, and he does that insane laugh, and then he runs down the side of the building and throws like a million demon fire daggers. It's awesome. Fun fact, it's playing the Yakuza 4 Majima boss fight theme when that Poundmate starts, Hell yeah. and it's great. Uh, have you... No, this, this isn't spoiler. You can get him. Have you gotten Daigo's Poundsmate yet? No. That one... I'm gonna. I want to hear your reaction too because that one's fucking cool. I can't and, wait to see that. And there's a little detail in his thing where you go, "Hold up," and uh, you'll like it. But yeah, the uh, the story continues after that. Um, Ichiban gets really pissed because Arakawa gets killed, so he's like on a rampage, and he's like beating this guy to death in the streets, and none of his friends like have the power to stop him. And then you see. Uh, he goes to throw one last punch to kill this guy and his hand gets grabbed it cuts back and it's Kiryu in the classic gray suit 
He's like, what the fuck do you think you're doing, man? And he's like, let me go. I'm going to fucking kill this guy. And then he's like, you're not who I thought you were. Come to this place tonight, and I'm, I'm going to tell you what you need to do. And then he's like, all right, fuck you. I'll be there. So he goes to this like old abandoned building where the, uh, the Korean mafia used to be. And uh, Kiryu's there, and he's like, I need to test you. I'm the kind of guy that you know, trust someone by fighting them. So they get into a boss fight and Kiryu goes through all the styles. Like there's brawler, uh, brawler rush, rush, and then it beast, goes to beast and then dragon. And then, uh, it's great because there's like big oil drums laying around in here. So every time he goes into beast, he like grabs one of them and smacks your whole party. And then, uh, you finally end the fucking boss fight and he throws one last punch at Ichiban and then it, it's like a big flame fire thing. And then the flames like dispel. And Ichiban's wearing this like Dragon Quest armor. And he's got a big shield and a sword. What? And yes. then <laughs> the camera pans over. And it's the actual like dragon on Kiryu's back holding the orb that he's fighting. And it's so fucking cool. It's the coolest cutscene Yakuza has ever had. I need to look that it, up. It, I told this to BJ last night. What would I look up? I would love... Just uh, look up Kiryu... Ichiban... Ichiban Dragon versus Kiryu. Fight. Yeah, Ichiban versus Kiryu would be the easy one. Um, I told this to BJ. I think if, if, if they got to do a fucking like, actual just fantasy RPG with all the bells and whistles that the Yakuza games have, it'd be so fucking cool. Just oh, they're both stands. shirtless? Of course. Yeah. If you're going to have an important Yakuza fight, the shirt's coming off, the back tattoo's right on display. Then he doesn't age. Yeah. No, of course not. not at all. Well, and the, the, I, in, in eight, he there's is. also a point where uh, Kiryu sees uh, Ichiban's back for the first time, and it shows his face, and he's like, "Fuck yeah!" Fun fact, also, uh, Matt Ichiban's Japanese voice actor is uh, Nishiki's voice actor, so he got to come back. Little bitch. And well, it's his and redemption be a good arc. Character. Yeah, it's kind of his redemption arc because both. So uh, Nishiki had the koi fish. And then each one has the dragon fit, like the dragon fish, right? Or is yeah, it called? the yeah. dragon fish. Yeah, yeah, it's a dragon. <laughs> yeah, but so that's that's it's like a dragon. It's like a. Dra- <laughs> I fucking hate that. I hate that so much. And it just is a fucking dragon. Okay. I mean, yeah, it is, but it's like it's just a dragon that lives in the water. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but that's that's kind of his like it, it's thematically because like Ichiban's supposed to be like the opposite of what you rec- like re- recognize from Yakuza characters. He is aggressively like the nicest, very emotional, very caring. Like he's the he's like he is exact like he's a JRPG protagonist. He's supposed to be like like literally the hero of the story, and they do such a good job. Like that's why I love the after Arakawa dies. That's the first time where he becomes a Yakuza character. Yeah, where he's like I'm gonna f-, like he's beating the shit out of this guy. The guy's like begging for his life, and he's like, No, fuck you. Tell me what I want to know. Like, it's the first time where I'm like, this Ichiban could have been in all the past Yakuza games. Yeah. And that also, did you notice, too, that's, like, in that moment, that's the least amount of fantastical shit you see in the whole game. Yeah. Because he doesn't. He's a one-track mind. Like, you still see it in, like, battle and stuff, obviously, but, like, a lot of the cool oh, shit. Oh, shit, he does yeah. full set of armor. <laughs> oh, the dragon comes out. He's, like, it's, uh, like, some Overwatch 2, or Overwatch, uh... Dueling dragon shit. Yep. It's fucking cool, dude. He has a full set of armor on. <laughs> it's the way they present this game is so good. Like it's a big ass sword. 
Yeah, so... Yeah, I love this fucking game so much. And, where uh, So far, if you had to give a preemptive ranking to it, where is it going? Well, that kind of ties back into the one last thing that I wanted to say about it. Oh, good. go ahead. The, uh, the part where they're all in the boardroom and the guy rushes in with a knife... A very small part of me was like, Ryuji could step in here and save the day. And he doesn't. And it's Kiryu. And I, I'm, I'm going to be honest, I was a little disappointed, but I was pretty happy to see Kiryu, so it was fine. But um, So Kwame 2 is still up there? Kwame 2 is like spot number two still. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's uh, Zero, Kwame 2, uh, this one, five, and then four. Nice. Yeah. I. <laughs> hey, who knows? We might get Ryuji and Gaiden. I fucking Zero's hope so. your favorite? Zero. Yeah. Z- I mean, Zero's near Because perfect, all the side really. content slaps. There's a bunch of side stories in the later ones that just suck balls. Like, all the, all the mini games are great. The cabaret gets introduced there. You get the pocket circuit stuff. The um, business, the real estate mini yeah, real game. Estate Royale is yeah, the addicting. real estate, which evolves into business management, mm. which is yeah. End like, game orbital laser. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's the thing is that like they zero. There's a reason everybody is like yo zero is the best. It's why it gets the most memes. It's why it's like it's like eight year or ten year anniversary just passed. Ten years really. Twenty thirteen. So. It looks great. Yeah. Well, that that's the one thing they have always nailed was like. Like character faces, even well, in three. Like, well, it's so three interesting looks old as shit, but that like, that like games. I feel like like if you talking about like games in the eighties, nineties, like it, almost every year games would get better and better and better. And now, like when somebody something says something that came out in twenty thirteen, looks like it could have come out today. Yes, and that it's not a big thing to be like. You don't want to like lead with like this is the best looking game of all time because well, you're like. So many so games. So is everything else. Yes, give ex- me something. To me, to me, up. it's true. We're it, getting it, to the point now where I think it's all about art style. Yeah, it's like, become a little. Sad. I mean, hopefully, um, what's it? Unreal Five um, pushes some boundaries, but I don't know. I also don't think games built in the Unreal Engine are like AAA quality. To be fair, I think I think some can be. Uh, what is Final Fantasy VII Remake? Is one of those. Uh, but fucking, then you're also getting games like Grounded, which is Unreal Four. Well, the thing is, the the thing is, uh, Unreal is just a very like Octopath is Unreal. Like it, it, it's a the widest net of what you can do. And then like the, I don't, did you play the Matrix demo they put on the Unreal Five demo? I, I saw it in 4K. It like actually playing it. I'm like, if if I get a full game of shit like this, I think it'd be really cool. But it's like with any game that like it doesn't really matter how good your game looks. You, it's how does it play? What's the combat? Like what works in this universe? Like, but was I that mean pl- also like, but that's also coming to like Red Dead. Like is so beautiful. Red Dead. Red Dead. I mean, my, there's plenty of games that just like are breathtakingly beautiful. Last of Us Two is one of the best yeah. looking PlayStation. Like Last of Us. I mean, fucking. I'm shocked God of War Ragnarok even runs on a PS4. But like then, that, on the it, other hand, I'll put like a hundred hours into Skull the Hero Slayer, which looks like a 2008 Flash game. That's to me, it's uh, it's it's all about the art style. That's why though, like those HD 2D, like Octopath, Triangle Strategy, like look so good despite it being like, oh, it's 16-bit graphics. It's because they're like, no, we're gonna we're gonna do something weird with it. We're gonna be like, 
let's give it an art style that's so distinctive to everything else that like you see it you know exactly who developed it you and know it, who's Hades doing it wasn't so Hades, beautiful stellar yeah like and like realistically if you like looked at Hades you're and like if you're one of those people it's like oh it's not realistic so it doesn't Fuck you. That, I mean, to I be fair, like, Hades, for being that dungeon crawler, was the only dungeon crawler I've ever beaten. And yeah. part of that was how pretty it was. It also is, I think, one of the best playing ones. Like, I mean, for it, sure, it, like, but that, but yeah. you can't you can't not add in that, like, the visuals were not a, a component of what kept you in there. I, I think that's one of the reasons why Persona 5 is so beloved. It's art style, it's just everything about that game exudes a style. Included in the, and the music is a part of that. The way the animations are a part of that. Everything about it has this just distinct personality to it. Where like, yeah, it's technically a PS3 game that got ported to PS4, but it still looks phenomenal and will and guarantee will hold the test of time over a game like Assassin's Creed Origins or Assassin's Creed Odyssey or fucking even some of the Battlefield games. Where it's like, yeah, they still look great, but. Once the next Battlefield game comes out and shows you how good this lighting is or how good this thing is, and you're like, oh, well, this one looks better. Persona can go up against any other JRPG of its time, and even nowadays, and still be like, that still looks fucking great. I think in arts, I think we're at the era of gaming where art style is more important than graphics. Because if you have a good, distinct art style, you will be known way better than, well, look how real this looked. So... But I mean, there's also stuff that like does benefit from realism, like well, like Last of Us Part Two, and yeah. I guess the remake of one where Battlefield like, Twenty Four Two is incredibly. It looks amazing. amazing. It looks amazing. To be fair, nowadays people are saying that it's actually a good game to play these days. I but that's I, like in the past month that people have started saying that. I I hope so. I really want it to be because like I, it's the same thing that I felt with Halo, where it's like I just want these games to come out and be good, because it sucks that people have waited years for this for this game or for a new entry that's like pushing boundaries and then it's like yeah we're not gonna support it uh goodbye and like i don't want that i think i've been playing some halo that's another thing i've, I've played i played halo season three and they've added a lot of cool shit a lot of cool game modes that like i think they're i think they're on the right track of like dude is gundam evolution unreal it might be yeah that unreal is is for a lot of things dude like there's a lot of things you can do in unreal engine that's why a lot of people use it, because it's so easy to develop for. Or not necessarily easy, but it's the most accessible. But yeah, uh, any any other thoughts on Like a Dragon? Or um, No, I'll let you know next week, because I'll have definitely beat it by then. Um, do, do you think you'll try to uh, try to get to the Amon fight? In I, don't, this one? I don't know, because I'm already at like 63 of 75 achievements. I mean, because the thing with Amon is you have to, I think you have to do every side or every sub story. I know that they usually don't require like Shogi and all that bullshit for it. I don't think oh, so. I think, I think dang. you just I have mean, to do all of the, the It is the pretty impressive. I... New Senua's, uh, Senua's Sacrifice. Sage, though, is an Unreal 4. Astroneer, which I, which I love. Final Fantasy 12 remake. Um, Senua Sacrifice, Fortnite, Sea of Thieves, Atomic Heart. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of them. Gears it, 5. It's a wide variety. That's the thing. So. Is just, It's not just like... Borderlands 3. Tetris Bo- Effect. Yeah. <laughs> another One of those things you just mentioned is another thing that I wanted to bring up that I've been doing. Ooh. I've been playing the new season of Fortnite, 
and it's fucking baller. It is. Uh, the grind rails are awesome. They added these like Metal Gear Rising katanas that are really cool. I still think I kind of prefer the hammer because the hammer gave you movement. Yeah, but that also makes it way cheaper. <laughs> just so you could just dip across the map in a battle. So good. But or you get like knocked up in the air and you just pull it out and negate fall damage. The katana's way harder to like master. We had a, we had to... some good games. Uh, was it last night? Uh, I think it might have been the night before. Sunday night. Yeah. But we we almost got a win. But uh, yeah, this season is awesome. I and... pulled I pulled a baller move, a real you know Justin cracked in Fortnite moment. It was awesome. Yeah. We dropped in. I like tried to kill this guy and i only had like 25 shield and then he you know killed me bj goes collects my uh respawn card goes to respawn we like i say go and just respawn for a second to try to draw him in and we waited there no one came i was like okay respawn it like two seconds left i see the guy coming on on hit on my screen and i'm like he's coming him he's and re- his partner yeah and he's coming and i i respawn like five seconds later, no, like a little bit later, ten seconds later, BG's dead. He gets double teamed. I come in, pick up like two two guns because they already raided me. No health, anything. Take out the guy who killed me, and then take out the second guy, and then re- respawn BJ. He was down to like ten health. It was, it was incredible. Oh. I didn't even have time to record it, but it was it was incredible. It felt good for uh, getting back into Fortnite. I'm pretty pissed. That I didn't finish the Witcher quest and now it's gone. Yeah, I I didn't finish I'm it either. So really, and now they ha- they're doing a Aaron Jaeger as the same thing with the quest. Do is Aaron? Did, did they give him his uh his older skin where he's got the like long coat and long hair, <laughs> or is it just in the uniform? Just in uniform, I think. Well, but we well, don't. He know gets about the long the... hair at the end. It's, it's in season four, but we don't yeah. know what page two is yet. So it okay, could be that yeah, that's probably what it'll be. I assume because there's not much other outfits he wears that are of note how are the optimal movement gear like is that an item like his i i don't think they've added it yet okay i mean i think they're saving that for when Aaron drops but um it'll probably be like the uh the spidey gloves yeah probably but uh, they're they're making i think what i love about fortnite and we got a lot of, you know the last season i think what you guys are saying about this season with with zero build they kind of realized we can't just like, we can't just do the same shit we're doing in the build mode here. Like we, ha- I, we have I'm to pretty add sure shit. that a that a, a maybe not a majority, but a large, uh, like a, a sizable chunk Most of, of the people playing Fortnite are playing no build. I think. Yes, I, maybe majority. I don't know. All the ones that I know that play it actively do not use build mode. And that that's one that's what I think why they're adding all those move all this movement stuff because it's like all right because like think about it when you take out the building of Fortnite what do you have a generic third person shooter but then you start adding vaulting you start doing all this cool shit you start adding reasons it's also interesting to the map. like a lot of these weapons they add are um, environmentally destructive yeah and it's because like, if you were to transfer that to build mode. It well, like, kind of takes away from building. Well, the like, thing is, they are. Oh, in you're build- gonna build a huge shower. Well, let me use this hammer, which can just like 
just in one punch just they and they are in build mode by you like the hammers and swords like they're still in build mode yeah it's, it's just that like they're but they're, they're clearly uh, really making effective these. against yeah. structures though it's it's very clear though that the hammer and like the katana the grind rails this is all stuff they're making with zero build in mind that they're like yeah it also can work here well but yeah, it's like, yeah just it's like, they just add like it's also pretty destructive yeah. to environments uh and structures so then it makes it a good weapon to yeah. use in build. Mode. So I I definitely think they're, that everything they're thinking about, they're now having to think twice about of like, okay, this works in the build mode, but is this fun to use without building? And and then vice versa. It's like, well, this really works in zero build, but is it going to really fuck up the meta in the build version? And I think that from what I can tell, they're doing a great job because I haven't heard anyone complaining who plays build like online, who are like, oh, they're breaking the game for all these zero build losers, blah, blah, blah. or vice versa, where it's like, damn, this sucks in zero build because it's like meant for, you know, destruction. And it's like, no, they're they're doing a pretty good job of balancing these two game modes. And zero build is zero build kept them relevant. Like Fortnite was dying. Let's be honest. Yeah. Then they added zero build. And now it's like, this is really fun. Like Ninja, who still plays Fortnite, I saw a clip on TikTok where they're like, oh, Ninja, why don't you play like OG Fortnite? Like, why don't you play that? And he's like, because why would I not play zero build? It's way more challenging. It's way more skill based. Where and he he used he used the fucking line that I always use. He's like, I'd rather not try to snipe a guy, miss, and then he builds the fucking Taj Mahal on me, and I'm gonna I'm gonna lose. Yeah. He was like, I'd rather just play something that's skill based on my my shooting, and I was like, fucking right. That's what it should be. <laughs> so yeah. Good good on Fortnite for just keeping the game as good as it has been. Yeah. Now, I want them to add... They, they already did a Kami Street Fighter skin, right? Yeah, they did. Uh, the first pack was Ryu and Chun-Li. Mm-hmm. The next pack was um, Kami and Guile. I'm going to need another Kami skin, but with her Street Fighter, uh, her new outfit. That shit. I think it's in there. The newest one from the new Street Fighter? Well, not six. That's what I'm saying. I want Street Fighter 6 Kami. I don't know. I think the next pack that they do... Because I know they'll obviously do one. Is probably going to be um, Akuma and Jury. You think we're going to get a Tekken pack? I mean, that would be sick. Tekken has some great character designs, but you can't play as the bear in Fortnite, so fuck it. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I'll uh, spend so much money if they ever do a, a full metal collab. Yeah, I'm. I, I I was thinking about this while we were watching it, but one pe- one punch would be perfect for a collab. I think. Well, I think. I think other care. I think the the gimmick would be Saitama. giving metal that. That metal that would be good. Uh, Genos. Genos would be great. Saitama. Well, no, I don't think Saitama would be the skin. I think he'd be like the the specific item where you you literally pick up something and you like you call in Saitama and he just comes in and one punch. Like literally, he gets one punch and it like decimates a whole building or like and it's like anyone in the blast is dead and it's and it's like only you can only use it once per round. And it's one item. You don't get like multiple. You can't ever like it's one item, like and it's a Thanos one-time thing. That they used to do. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you get a Saitama mode where it's like if you, like, and you have to do like a rigorous amount of shit in the map. Like, oh, you have to do like a hundred jumping you have jacks. To go whatever. Get groceries. You have to. <laughs> yeah. And then you do it, and all of a sudden your character just transforms. They go bald, and you have the whole suit on, and you just decimate. Your health bar is insanely long. They add Puri Puri prisoner. <laughs> All of my babes. All of my sweet boys. They fucking... They need to put Watchdog Man in as a skin. <laughs> Watchdog Man is the strongest character for me. 
What was the villain at the end of one? The alien? Uh, yeah, it's that dude that comes in the ship. Yeah, yeah. he'd be a good skin. Yeah, he's cool. Not I, as cool as Gara, though. I, I think no matter what you do, you can't beat a Geno skin in Fortnite. Yeah, Gen- Genos, is the, so Genos is the easiest one because it's just be like, that works immediately. And it works in the I love... Apparently, uh, everything they do in this, by the way, is canon because it's multiverse bullshit. So they're like, yeah, this happened in the universes of all these things. So Naruto, uh, now Aaron Yeager, known uh, terrorist, is... Uh, yeah. He's in Fortnite. And then I have one other thing that I've been playing. I haven't gotten very far because of the game that it is. But uh, Metroid Prime Remastered, Taylor, we've already mentioned her. She found me a copy. Uh, so thankful for that. Of a, a physical copy of Metroid Prime Remastered? Whoa. Yeah, because Nintendo was fucking stupid and was like, we're just going to print like 13 People don't want this. And then they got shocked that people wanted it. And they're like, oh, shit. Well, we'll we'll print some more, I guess, and it's taking a while. They're flying. How like, many did they make originally? Like a like a very a small, very small like, print like, run. Like GameStop didn't even sell it yeah. on their site. Whoa! So yeah, that's so like like a thousand. Not like uh, more than that, more than but that. it was like it was it was enough that like it sold out, and people and there's still people wanting a physical copy. Nintendo's kind of been doing that. I I think Nintendo wants to move away from physical copies. I think they want to go full digital. That's kind of annoying, because I I still like collecting games. Well, clearly, BJ still likes collecting games. Yeah. So, that's. But yeah, it's. I I started it off, and the tutorial is mostly just scanning and gunplay, and I was like, this doesn't feel very good. And then you actually get down to the planet, and you go through the maps and solve all these puzzles and everything. And then I got to a point where I had the morph ball and everything, and I'm trying to find the fucking magnet upgrade for the morph ball to get up this one wall because I know that's exactly where I need to go, but I have no fucking clue where it is. And I'm walking around the map for at least 30 minutes trying to find the one door that I missed, and I had this moment where I stopped and I was like, wait a minute, this is an authentic Metroid experience. They actually did this perfectly in 3D. 10 out of 10. (laughs) <laughs> if you're not angry yelling at your screen like where the fuck is this shit then it's not Metroid yeah if you can't find the one cube that's indistinguishable from the other cubes that you need to blast with a missile that's literally one by one pixel <laughs> that lets you progress the story of that game then you're fucked for hours <laughs> that was my that was my case of dread I remember playing that and there was just like and there like it sucks too because when you actually find it you go how the fuck did I not see that that's yeah. what makes it worse. Is you know you know you should see it, but so for whatever reason you just can't. Yep. Hell yeah, dude. But yeah, love the game. Hope that they remaster and put out two and three. Well, remember there the, all the all the things are that like apparently th- this game had been like just being set on for years. So who knows? They probably have two and three done, and they're just waiting. <laughs> yeah, I mean they do that pretty often, but that's pretty much all I've been up to. Um, that one punch finished Last of Us, but we already talked about all that. I I guess before we go, I do want to answer your question, like truthfully, like what turn-based games would be it? Because I, I know Chrono Trigger would be the one I'd recommend, just because it's not grindy, and it has a really fun time travel dynamic for its story. But uh, I don't know. I mean, you've, you've got like any other that you could think of, really? Um, 
I mean, the ones that I'm thinking of, I like because of the things that I can do in the turn-based combat. And I just don't think Matt is going to like turn-based combat. <laughs> yeah. I agree. I mean, it's I've gone this long with not playing it. I'm just trying. There must have been, like, some games that was that was turn-based that I that I have played maybe more than I think the best case scenario for you is playing stuff that tries to emulate turn-based like Kingdom Hearts and Final Fantasy 7 remake. Honestly, yeah, remake cuz it, it's it's still an action game but like the waiting in between turns is you just pressing the attack buttons and like doing chip damage whereas all your basic damage is going to be all right, once the gauge fills, you can use special moves. And so it's yeah, it's kind of like a mixture of that like what I told you about early Final Fantasy where all right, the gauge is filling up and all that stuff, they added that to an action combat. So I don't know. I honestly just yeah. Find find a game that looks cool enough, and if it's on sale or there's a demo, just try it. And if it doesn't vibe Bro, with you, Jay has it in his Yeah, I mean clearly, yeah, you could just go through his entire wall. I mean that might be the easiest way to go through some some of them. Yeah. Yeah. I've got some too, if you want to borrow. I've got it just ask. You yeah. probably will have. We'll, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm open to it. That's what I'm trying to. That's why I'm asking all these questions. Yeah, I mean, just like if you find something, because a, a big thing of JRPGs are the story. So if you find one where like, yo, that just seemed that story seems so interesting, or this character design, or whatever, just go for it. Yeah, like that's kind of how I got into the genre. Was like clearly, obviously, Pokemon was like the biggest one of just like, well, yeah, turn based. It's but it's the vibe of Pokemon is the different that's it. teams. Play Legends Arceus. Yeah, do that actually. Yeah, yeah, you know what? Fuck it. We found it. I've played Pokemon games. Okay. Not Legends Arceus, though. Legends Arceus. Play Legends Arceus. Okay. Yeah. That that'll that'll be the homework, I guess, for for Matt. I'll I'll pl- if if you play Legends Arceus, I'll play Xenoblade Three. I, I couldn't give a damn. He cares, and you care about BJ. You'll do it for him. Shoot. <laughs> that was dastardly. I know, right? I'm I'm good with that shit. Anything else you don't want to talk, or are we? No, I'm super that. stoked we got our media passes. I'm, I'm hyped for that, dude. I'm, I, I don't know. If I wasn't doubting it, but it just, I don't know. It was, it was. We've never done anything like this, and yeah, I think it's a, definitely in line with what we want to do. It's a huge step, but it for was, us. it was just like a, you know, when you're, you're you're climbing and you're trying to take a a ballsy jump to the next the next handhold, and I was like, fuck it, let's just go for it, you know. The if, worst they can do is say no. Once we yeah. get all the info, let's let's actually like see like. Who well, we, I'll pull it up. I have you. to prep dinner. Uh, What's but, the biggest size of SD card that any of us owns? <laughs> yeah, it's true. Well, I think we're gonna have to find a friend that has a nice camera. My mom has a camera that's a an older DSLR that we could probably use. Okay, if it records, you know, I just at least 1080. Then. All right, I'll check. Or not, least yeah, least just 1080 because that's what all of our platforms really only go up to so cool um Sweet. put out some tiktoks and um instagram we for our videos uh for episodes we're gonna do uh ai art because uh, that's more engaging and i've definitely seen more like three people that don't actually follow us like that our last post so it's definitely more engaging so we're gonna be doing that um thanks for listening and as always Take it sleazy.